Welcome back to the number one self-exploration podcast in the world. I'm your host, Lord Milan, and as always, if you don't think life is weird, then you're not paying attention. This is my life at a weird angle. Part two of this series from the list and the conversation around the 10 things that I noticed while becoming a superhero. The 10 things I learned while becoming a superhero that really made my life better. And the second thing on that list is believing that you are co-creating your life with God helps in unimaginable ways. It wasn't really until post-injury sometime that I really decided to believe that. That somehow, some way, the creator of life, the the creator of, of this world, the creator decided to to be with me. Decided that I'm a part of his creation and I'm I'm made in his image. I can do what he does. I can use my words to create things. I could use my imagination to clarify things. I could have solutions all around me. I could be unstoppable, essentially. I could create miracles. I could I could do so much. And it emboldened me bit by bit to make faster decisions to make braver decisions and to really bet on myself because I wasn't and I didn't expect myself and I don't expect you either to think that the circumstances are going to be ideal all the time or even that they need to be ideal at all for you to progress because they don't and I'm not betting on the circumstances to be ideal or easy, even. I'm betting that I'm worth it. I'm betting that I'm so awesome and I'm so important and I have so much to give and I have so much to experience that I get to overcome challenges. I get to pay attention to myself. I get to share so many things of my own personal growth. I get to build a community of superheroes. I get to help people obtain financial security. I get to take personal responsibility for my entire life. And in so, like, there's harmony that's created in my health, in my well-being, in my community, in my, the people around me, and the ripple effects of their actions as well. And I'm reminded throughout all of it exactly who my co-captain is. Like, I believe that I am co-creating my life with God. And I've proved it to myself over and over. I don't care if people don't believe me, which is, is weird. You know, people say that all the time, but like, when you really mean it, you really mean it. And it's so freeing to really not 
not care whether or not you believe me or anybody else. You know, as soon as I stopped making decisions based on the possible reaction of other people, then I started making better decisions and I, I, st I felt like I took real ownership of my life. And it's, it's things like that, that reassurance and that comfort in your actions and, and who you are and who you're becoming and, and what you can do, the real powers that, that lie within you, sometimes dormant for a long time. I believe that that comes from that realization, that acceptance, that believing that I am co-creating my life with God. Like it's given me such peace. It's given me someone to work my stuff out with. It's given me someone to give my stuff to. Anybody that, that knows me for any period of time knows that I, I say this and I believe it wholeheartedly that the Bible is a practical manual for life. There's so many heads up that it's given me and so many realizations that have empowered me that I believe are divinely inspired because of their longevity and their effectiveness and their, their power. You know, their powerful ideas, their powerful statements. They're optimistic. You know, they make things happen. They bind things together. They undo stuff. They start and stop things. It's crazy. It's crazy what happens when you when you really believe this. Like I literally said, no. And it made a difference when my doctor's told me that I would never have any feeling or movement ever again below my collarbone. That because of the severity of my break, that my parents should put me in a home because it would be just too painful for them to see me never progress. And that I would probably develop depression and drug habits and all these other things. And I was just like, no. No. And sometimes the greatest things start with what you don't want. And I didn't want to be unhappy anymore. I was really unhappy and really angry when my injury happened. Like my first 17 years were, were pretty sketch in that last five leading up to my injury. Pretty sketch. And a week after the injury, Jesus was sitting on the end of my bed. And I tell people that sometimes, but what I often leave out is that the devil was sitting on the other side. They were both sitting at the foot of my bed. Jesus turns to me and then stands up, but the figure, the dark figure, just kept his back to me, looking off like out the window. And I put my, my focus on Jesus on Yeshua and as he told me hey man your thoughts words and actions will rid you of all of this pain and suffering that your thoughts words and actions will when you align them together they will create whatever you want I had no idea what that really meant at the time nor how to use it but 
bit by bit, he filled in the gaps. He gave me the right statements, the questions, the environment, the challenges that proved it to myself over and over. Because I think on some level, we all want proof. Not necessarily to prove it to other people, but definitely to prove it to yourself. Because nobody wants to make decisions that don't matter. Nobody wants to feel like their life doesn't matter, that there's no point, there's no value, there's no reason. It's just there. That's terrible. A lack of personal value is why people do crazy, brutal, dangerous things. Because they don't see themselves as valuable enough to not do it. Or that somehow it would be stopping their glorious progress. And this relationship, the one that I have with God, has helped me to see myself as extremely valuable. Especially when I, I felt the opposite. I broke my neck and, and felt not valuable anymore because, hey, I wasn't on the track team or a football team. And that's not to say I was the, the, the greatest athlete in the world because I, I for sure was not. But I was so used to using my body to get things done. My body was the reason I could grab all the groceries in one go for my mom when she got home. My body was the reason I could go up and down the stairs at my in my parents' apartment. My body was the reason that I could run miles and wear football pads and take my girlfriend out. My body was the key to everything, you know, just like it is for everybody else. If you're alive, you're in a body for sure. You're, you're, it's just the way it is. And after breaking my neck and, and needing so much, not even being able to use my body, even after that experience, was crazy but that experience also opened up a door within myself to, to to want a solution to not think that all hope was lost that like wait a second I know God exists I know he does I believe Jesus is his son and he's like this divine figure that makes things better and gives you clarity and power. Okay, but what do I do with all that info? And gradually, you know, I just made that relationship my own. I, I like any other relationship, I made it matter to me. That relationship influenced my thoughts, my words, and my actions. Until the point where I realized, wait a second, I think I'm creating a world here. It seems like by doing things on purpose, monitoring and then directing my thoughts, words, and actions based on this relationship, then my life's better. I feel better about myself. Doors open. Challenges are overcome. Newness is in my life. Opportunities and joy and 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 all in the good category are showing up. 
challenges show up too, but I think you don't even have to mention that because that parts are guaranteed. But like joy and greatness and success and happiness and fulfillment, those things are not guaranteed. Those things are a choice. Those things are 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 the result of purposeful action over and over. Of knowing yourself so intimately and deeply and trusting that your faith is is right, essentially. Listening to your intuition and being guided by without all the stress, you know, like it's almost like you're letting things happen. And it also helped me to stand up, not just for myself, but to myself. And I think far too often we, we overlook that, that you need to stand up to yourself. Because there's times where you got to tell yourself to study when you want to watch Netflix. Stand up to yourself and say, leave that person who sucks and they don't treat you right. You know, stand up to yourself and, and do the things that you know are right and that you know will make things better, even though it won't make it better right now. Believing I was and in, in am, still am, co-creating my life with God is, is the thing I think I believe that has allowed me to not just discover my second nature of, of the way of doing things, but my true nature of doing things. It feels more natural to do things this way. And it's weird because I, I assumed and I had these ideas that choosing to think and act this way, choosing to have my relationship with God be my guiding force for what I think, say, and do, I thought would make me a weaker man and somehow lesser of a man and like a pushover or a nerd or, you know, just basically not a manly man. But I was so mistaken. <laughs> and when you look at, at history... The some of the most powerful manly leaders, men, have been men of faith. Not that they all agreed in the same belief system, but that they were men of faith. Like in the gladiator movie, Maximus prays to the Roman gods. And what is it, uh, 300 with the Spartans. He consults with his gods too. Believing that on some level, even if the priests are corrupt, that it matters what God thinks. And some of the bravest people in history have leaned on their faith when everything else crumbled and it made a difference. And when I was at the bottom of the pit and my parents knew exactly what I was doing with my free time, my girlfriend had an abortion, I broke my neck, I was told I would never have any feeling or movement ever again. All my fake friends disappeared and I had no goals past high school. It was coming to this belief and realization and acceptance that 
They gave me the fuel to keep going. They gave me the suggestions on what to do next and protected me when things got sketchy. It's been said like a billion times, and I'm saying it for me, that if it wasn't for believing that God is actually with me and for me, I would not be in this great place that I am right now. I would not have this amazing wife, this family. I would not have such high hopes in the empire of value that I've built. I wouldn't have my body be so healthy and still progressing. I wouldn't be giving in the capacity that I'm giving and I wouldn't be nearly as valuable and helpful to myself and others if I didn't embrace this relationship. Because the basis of my entire world, just like yours, are my thoughts, my words, and my actions. And as long as I'm doing those on purpose, and I believe that it's the right thing to do. And I'm trusting God to give me the clarity I need to make those decisions. And also that I'm strong enough to overcome whatever. It means my life, my entire life is awesomely valuable. And helpful. This relationship, believing that I'm co-creating my life with God, is, it took away the biggest fear that I had in my life after my injury. The fear of ever being valuable to anyone. And it flipped it on its head so that what seemed like the biggest obstacle in my life actually became the arrowhead at this at the tip of the spear that I used to vanquish all the doubt and the fear and to become a bright light and an inspiration to thousands and thousands of people, millions of people. And it reminded me that God is in the ridiculous business. And he loves doing stuff that just seems outlandishly cool and impossible. And because I want to keep doing the outlandishly cool and impossible, I got to make him my partner. I get to make him my partner. This is part two of the series, 10 Things I Learned and Noticed While Becoming a Superhero. This is my life at a weird angle. This episode is brought to you by Day One Mindset. Are you confused on where to start? 
Well, here, beginners are welcome. Day One Mindset will guide you and provide you with detailed steps so you can start your journey to success. For more information, visit dayonemindset.com.